The following podcast has been brought to you by Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Rabble Meaning Show probably brings to you it as I, one half of the longest reigning tag team champions of the world, the Angel of Death 6XL. Joining me as always, that would be I, your other half of the longest reigning Rabble Mania tag team champions of all the times, TJ the Great. TJ the Great. And I... I'm your former nine-time Ramblemania heavyweight champion, Hazel the Eyes Zombie. And of course, we are the Banter Club. We on this program discuss AEW Dynamite. But before we do that, we talk about the news in and out and about the world of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some things that's going down in this oh, damn shit. industry. In this evergreen, wild <laughs> news year of 2022. Not a lot going on, though, this week. Not a ton. The main focus was on, on, on AEW Grand Slam and WWE got some stuff going on, but, uh, pretty light on news. Uh, Ruby Soho, she broke her nose. Mm. Um, so she, she's undergoing surgery. She was, she was going to an event in the United Kingdom, I think, for October 1st, but she pulled out of it because she has to now get surgery on her broken nose. And I think, I, I, I don't know if she broke it. I hope she didn't, but Britt busted her nose on this show too. So a string of bad luck with the AEW women and, and their faces. So I don't know, maybe they should wear masks or something. How dare you wreck those beautiful faces of these AEW women? Hey, so, so Tab, nice are you up. saying Vishak Man had an idea there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I ain't gonna say all that. <laughs> I mean, he was protecting the shit out of Carmela's face. <laughs> we can't ruin this beautiful face, but ah, don't make me do Vince. <laughs> we not can't do that right do now, Vince. bro. <laughs> hey, look, Tatum Paxley from NXT has a mask, also. So Tatum Paxley. By the yes. way, I was not the guy holding up the smoking skull title belt or the NWO title belt. Please and thank you. Please don't ask I was me. Not. <laughs> Speaking of NXT, you got to update me on what's going on with um, Ariana Grace and Kiana James's assistant Hazel. Yeah, bro. Please and thank you. Um, I will let you know what's going on with that. Yeah, just them. Yes, them. Um, just now, them or just the assistant? <laughs> no, nah, Ariana Grace, too, because she's okay. crazy fine. But, I, I, uh, yeah, the assistant, too. Uh, but, yeah, we also got some ratings news. So, if you want to pop off with Raw and NXT, Hazel, do your thing. Without further ado, let's get on to the Raw ratings. And, you know, just again, despite it being what it was, I gave it a 3.5 on Monday. The ratings are actually down for mm. the first time since the July 4th episode. No 2 point million rating. And you mm. can't blame the fucking NFL for this shit. I mean, one point, you can't. One point f- I mean, you basically can't because the, people are going to watch the NFL more than wrestling. Whether if it's no matter what, no matter what game is on, people are more interested in football as it is. One point five nine million total viewers, the lowest since July fourth. The episode did a 
0.45 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. Raw was fifth on cable behind the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills game, which aired a 6.57 million, 2.14 million on ESPN2 and all the other stuff. The hour one of Raw from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. was 1.71 million viewers going into 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., 1.63 million viewers. And from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m., the lowest rating possible since July 4th, 1.5 million viewerships. Again, being number five on cable. It's still, I mean, it's still a pretty good rating for them. As far as NXT goes, the ratings have been going up, and this one went up since NXT has been rebranded for like the million fucking time. <laughs> with NXT with Gold and Silver, NXT fucking three point NXT Zio, <laughs> Zio, <laughs> NXT in space. <laughs> Fuck, that's what it was. No, no, yeah, no, it was terrible. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fucking the one with the cars. Fuck this yeah. NXT Super Samurai. All right. <laughs> Whoa, that's, that's crazy. No, what was the one that was mad hilarious that it was an extra ass name? Super oh. Mega Force or some shit like that. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Mega Force was the one with the Zulu Lander looking ass Red Ranger, right? Yeah, one but then they s- they switched from regular Mega Force to Super. Me- <laughs> yeah, Super Mega Force. <laughs> what kind of fucking? <laughs> The Super Sentai version of that season is fire. Cause yeah, because yeah, you get to transform into like all the Rangers from the past. And they're mm-hmm. pirates. Yeah, yeah they're too. pirates, yeah. yeah. That's fucking crazy. I like that. So does that mean they've been they've been committing piracy the whole time, dressing up as other Rangers? Yeah, because I think that's how they got the cars <laughs> in the first place. They stole them shits. <laughs> but then, you know... They fucking the Power Ranger, the legend, the, the legendary, not Power Rangers, but Sentai warriors talk to them and then they become yeah. good guys over the course of the show. Our top hilarious. story, yeah. Super Sentai Rangers, copycats? Copycats? <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, 688,000 viewers on the USA Network. The episode, which was taped in advance, was down of 5.5% from last week's anniversary edition of NXT 2.0. The 18 to 49 demographic finished seventh on cable with a 0.15 rating, the same rating as the show drew last week. It's the third week out of the last four that NXT has drawn a 0.15 in the 1849 demographic. But NXT saw a huge increase in the women's 18 to 49 demographic. They were up 57.1% of last week, that was an offset of 23, 27.3. Mm. Hey, more women are getting into this shit. I guess since Sexy Boy is now the GM boy. <laughs> Sean Michaels, he, he, he did always do well with women. I was listening to uh, Dave Melton and Brian Alvarez talk about this, and they were talking about how with football back, there could be a slight correlation between like the the Tuesday and Wednesday wrestling shows NXT and Dynamite having a slight bump in ratings recently because less people are investing in three hours of wrestling on Monday and then instead they're watching football or whatever yeah. so you know come Tuesday come Tuesday come Tuesday, come Tuesday. <laughs> come Tuesday. <laughs> they're not 
they're not, you know, worn out from three hours of, of wrestling with Raw. Mm-hmm. And all right, I'll, I'll check out this or, you know, come Wednesday, I'll check out this. So it leads to a slight bump and a slight increase in ratings for those shows. So mm-hmm. th- th- that, it also gives, you know, it also gives SmackDown an increase of in, in its ratings also because they don't do football on Fridays. And, you know, TNA is going to have some competition also since they do football on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So I don't know impact. how their ratings are going to look. I mean, I think Impact's audience, since the channel is so small that they're on, I think the people that are going to watch Impact are going to watch Impact. Watch Impact, yeah. yeah regardless. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. probably I, won't hurt them too much. Yeah, I was going to say another thing that's going to – um basically hit um wrestling for a little bit there's gonna be a lot of baseball action going on too mm-hmm. oh and basketball <laughs> starting too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's almost october october is 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 time yeah fall season yep. is when there's a lot of big stuff premiering on tv and and that that also plays into you know mm-hmm. the the wrestling ratings taking a slight little downturn so now let's talk about dynamite yeah. rating grand slam edition it is slightly down million viewers, down 11% from last week, but still uh, one of the highest viewerships of the year. Fifth straight week that they've been above 1 million viewers and number one on the the cable charts in 18 to 49 key demographic. I mean, there were a lot of other premieres on TV that night, too. I think I think Mass Singer came on Wednesday and a bunch of other shit like that. So. You know what's funny? Japan's not gonna get the Queen show till like next fucking month. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be saying like, "Who's the AEW champion?" <laughs> Probably it doesn't make them too happy because they they spent the last three weeks building to this show, but mm-hmm. they were still number one on cable. <laughs> so it's like you know, uh, how much can it really hurt if yeah. you're still number one on cable and you're still able to you know top the cable charts and have a successful week with your show. Yeah. But it, 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 it it's also interesting adding that year over year, like I think this is down from last year's Grand Slam mm-hmm. rating. Um, so that like, like I said before, one of the trends you look at is year over year, and you know since this is lower than last year, it's uh, it's just something to look at and keep yeah. in mind for the future. But nonetheless, funny still how number one on the year. ratings was going down when the whole entire show was fucking title matches. Yeah, huge moments. That's that's yeah. what I say. Like uh, you would think it'd be it'd be a little up since again they spent the last three weeks building to this show. But I, I can uh-huh. actually blame it on 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 the, the cynical fans, the ones blame. who are upset. Blame that, it on the uh, 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 alcohol. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the cynical fans who are are like ups, really upset that they they didn't get to go see you know Omega or the Bucks or Punk or anything like that. So I'm pretty sure there was a few people who were like, ah, but they, all these guys are gone and there's all this drama going on. So I'm pretty sure that also affects it as well. Yeah. And, you know, the AEW can't do anything about that but to do what they've been doing and just trying to put on good shows. Mm-hmm. So, Which they did. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but that said, let us talk about this show. Oh, oh shit. shit. Here we go. Here we go again. <laughs> 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 I'm going to sound, oh, that's good. I'm going to just sit right here for a second so I don't have to. <laughs> it, right here. it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Teach, are you ready? I believe I am ready. No. Hazel, are you ready? I am no. ready indeed. 
<laughs> I said, uh, are you ready? I am ready. I'm ready. Then, for the thousands in attendance. And the millions watching at home. You. That's you. Watching and listening. And for the weirdos yesterday who we scissored. uh, (laughs) 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 Who? Let's get ready to banter. AEW Dynamite Grand Slam from Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, New York. Yes, sir. Once again, your boy was in the building. And this time, we brought your boy to the building alongside us. Yes. And next year, I'm going to be there. Right. Next year, we're all going to sound like this. <laughs> doing the show. We're gonna drag. We're gonna drag Twin with us. Too. Twin is gonna be there. Yeah, Twin was there last year. Twin was on the show with us last year doing it. Yeah. But um, just like just like last year, we're you know we're just gonna sort of run through the show because you know I was there. I ain't take no damn notes. But we're just gonna run through. Uh, you know, just run down the card, talk about the experience, talk about everything that happened, and we just gonna run with this thing. We gonna shoot son right from the hip. Yes, sir. So, Yes, sir. Of course, the show opened up mm-hmm. with the Ring of Honor World Championship on the line. Which yes, was, sir. It was nice to be in the building realizing before we even went live on air, oh, shit, they're starting with Ring of Honor because Bobby Cruz yep. came out. They introduced um, Ian Riccoboni. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I saw Riccoboni before Justin Roberts even introduced him. I was looking at him. I was like, is that Ian Riccoboni? <laughs> yep. Oh, wait, that's Bobby Cruz? Oh, shit, we're doing Ring of Honor first. Yep, and then and then Seven, Seven said that, and I was like, Yo, they're really going with this first, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so, like... I thought at, <laughs> I thought at first when the show started, we was immediately going to just jump straight to the world title match. And I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn that this is how we're going to start this shit? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been very weird. Yeah. But I guess, I guess Tony left it at... We started with the main event last year. We ain't going to go that crazy this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, nonetheless, a great match to start out with Ring of Honor World Championship, Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli. Um, Judas, every bit is over in year two as it was in year one. <laughs> Yo, we sang that shit to the top of us. It's crazy. <laughs> you would think, you know, that now, now that you, you've done it. It's like, ah, whatever. But when that song comes on and Jericho mm-hmm. comes out and that pyro goes off. You're going. You're doing it. By the way, we got to see Monkey doing a nice little gimmick before we 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 started. Yes, Ortiz was on Dark Elevation, or is it just mm-hmm. Dark Elevation? Um, who do you face? Serpentico. Yep. Yeah, Serpentico. Puerto, Puerto Rico versus Puerto Rico. Yeah. Serpentico's uh, entrance shit is cool in person. Hell yeah! Streamers Hell and shit. Yeah. That shit is cool. Um, but yeah, 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 that was cool to see. But yeah, Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli. Um, <laughs> like, like we talked, about, like we talked about a little bit beforehand. People on the train were calling this bad. I don't know how. This was a very fun match. I thought um, that's what the fuck I said. I think Jericho has had a very good, like, especially second half of the year. Like, I feel like, and I feel like Jericho has done this 
virtually every time in AEW. Every time Jericho does something that people are like, eh, that wasn't that great. I don't know if he, what's going on with you right now. I feel like he always just bounces back and spends like the next couple of months just doing great shit. Yo, he literally shut me up. <laughs> Mouth, you know in basketball when you play and, and you're like, you ain't going to make that shot. Mouth. Yeah. Leave him open. Leave him open. He ain't going to make that splash. <laughs> mouth. That's what happened to me. <laughs> I was like, Jericho goes up for, for um, well, basically, uh, Jericho goes up for Rana. Um, uh, Cesaro's about to kind of like break, it that, break that up. He's about yeah. to powerbomb him. And then he switches back into the Rana. And I was like, I felt like shit because I was like, yo, Jericho ain't going to do it. He ain't going to hit that Rana. Jericho better ain't not. Rana. <laughs> Too old for that shit. Right there, he hit a run. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Clean looking <laughs> runner, too. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, man, these boys are working. And, and they're veterans. They're veterans. They know how to work. But, um, yeah, like I said, I thought this match was really good. Um, Jericho just knows all the beats to hit. He's a master of, of mm-hmm. reading a crowd and working a crowd. Like, people go crazy for the walls. And it, it, it works doubly well that people go crazy for the walls because they also he also knows how to parlay it in the you know, being the heel, and yes. then it, it builds into heat for the baby face. Like it starts out like, "Oh shit, it's the walls," mm-hmm. and then he's he's able to transfer it to, "Oh, can he get out of the walls? Can he get out of the walls?" And um, Claudio hitting the swing was was top tier. Man, I gotta say about Claudio and, and the damn swing though, twenty the, plus though, and 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 the counting of the rotations. Yeah, why people? I want to know. What everyone's thought process is when they count Claudio's swings because no one ever does it right. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was doing it right because <laughs> like, I, I feel like how many swings did you guys? How many swings did you guys count? Twenty-one. I counted twenty-one. I stopped 21. counting after like seven because the whole crowd was counting wrong. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I, ignored, I knew the I crowd was the counting crowd. wrong. Because I ignored the crowd. I went with my first own. Of all, with, with first of all, the crowd watching. started counting the minute he had Jericho set up for the swing. Not even when he started. It was just like, okay, he had no. him. And the minute he started turning, one. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Yeah, and the way people no. wait for they're the not, full fucking not, turn. I, did, I, did the, I waited for the full rotation. And after he did the full rotation, I said one. So then I'm like, are you counting by like seconds? But it's not that either. Because they're just, you got one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Like, what? what yeah. is this? What is this counting that you people are doing? Yeah, nah, there was a lot of people just counting ass backwards, and I could <laughs> tell because they 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 got to the point where they were like at twenty two or twenty three, and I'm looking at motherfuckers like twenty one. <laughs> like, I'm glad Hazel and I both counted twenty one because that means we I were counting at, right. Like I was at seven when I was counting, and I, I had the video because yeah. Yoshi sent me a video of, of the swing. So uh, it, I'm literally on it saying nobody couch these shits right. <laughs> just funny to me it happens every time he does the swing no matter can't even blame it on a specific city or anything like yeah. every crowd does it big finish of this thing uh mm-hmm. jericho he's gonna get floyd of course but aubrey mm-hmm. stops him and then while wow, aw aw loves this this finish where 
the heel gets the weapon, the ref catches them with the weapon, and then he takes it. So then while the referee is getting the weapon away, then the heel will do the low blow. AEW yeah. likes that finish a lot. They do that a lot. I actually kind of um, like that too, though. <laughs> I don't mind that finish. because I is, find it clever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you fucking dickhead. Dastardly heel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't overuse it, but yeah. I like the finish. Uh, Jericho goes low, Judas Effect. And he pins Claudio Castagnoli. And your new Ring of Honor world champion is Chris Jericho. Yeah. El Ocho, Chris El Jericho. Ocho. His eighth world mm-hmm. title. Out of shock, we were all kind of just cheery. Yeah, the crowd shock popped. Like, oh, yeah. shit, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was fun. I did this. I, I reacted the same <laughs> way because I'm sitting here. I'm watching this match. Like, this match was just great. Was Amazing match, opener. Yeah. And I love when they do Ring of Honor matches. I don't recall Jericho, you know, actually, you know, shaking this man's hand before the match even began and shit. They shook at the beginning. <laughs> and then Jericho oh, so slapped they shook. Him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I saw the slap. I just didn't see the, the handshake at first. So. Yeah. <laughs> I really honestly believe, like, there was a story being told here. And the story was this. After the match was over, we see everyone from the Jazz yes. go in and they celebrate with Jericho. But then behind them, walking very slowly, looking very disappointed in what he just saw was Daniel Garcia. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. looking at on Jericho the and they're both looking at each other. And they high five. Notice, again, they only show like a little glimpse of him for a bit. They high five and then they just basically gather around Jericho again. Mm-hmm. Nowhere, not even, not even showing a glimpse of Daniel Garcia at that. They just crowd around Jericho celebrating. You can see in the far camera angles that he's just back there, like chilling. holding his belt, like he's yeah. chilling, like, what am I doing here? Yeah, we were well, on, on, well, the way we saw it was basically he was like way up the ramp. Yeah. Compared yeah. to them, like they, they were like towards the bottom near the ring and he was like mm. d- towards the stage, like right damn near on the stage. And he was kind of like looking menacingly. Honestly, I really enjoyed the match. And then I saw the comments. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Can't you guys just enjoy the fact there's some wrestling going on that's actually good and it's worth your time watching? Why do you need to go in the fucking comments and be like, oh, Jericho won the fucking Ring of Honor title. I don't want to do this shit anymore. Sports entertainer fucking winning the Ring of (laughs) Bro, did you not? Now, here's the thing. We didn't get to hear this on the show. We didn't get to hear this live, but I, I watched the show over. So I, I actually got to hear it live. If you listen to the damn announcers, they were talking about it like it was the worst thing in the world. And that's that's the point. Stop fucking crying. It's a storyline. Fuck it's is wrong story. with you. You know, <laughs> you know how, how fucking how Vince McMahon won the ECW title and Joey Styles had to be like, this has got to be the darkest day in ECW. Like, that's a fucking story. I would compare story. it more to, like, Matt Cardona winning the GCW title, actually. Yeah, it's more like that. Well, yeah, that where, too. like, you know, a sports entertainer is winning, you know, this pure wrestling pure wrestling, yeah, world title. And, like, even, saying, like, there's even a parallel to that with Daniel Garcia because Daniel yep. Garcia is basically playing the avatar of, you know, disappointed audience member. Like, this is about pure wrestling and you yep. fucking it up. Like, yep. I want you to do it the the right way. Yeah, the right you way, cheated. Yeah. We cut straight after we come from commercial. We go straight to the AEW World Tag Team Match. Mm-hmm. Swerving our glory versus the acclaimed. And my God, I know I was not there, but I could hear it on the television. 
it just made me felt like I was there because yo the pop that these men got the wait, minute wait. the Hold fucking acclaim thing. Hold hit. on, let's talk about the 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 let's just say the heat <laughs> that yeah. Swerve has. Oh. Swerve walked out, bro. <laughs> He walked out with fab, bro. He with walked out fab. with fab. That's a respectable New York motherfucker. If you're from New York, you you show some love to Fab. But since he came out with was Swerve, since he came out with Swerve, it was just boom, boom. It was heat. Yo, Swerve oh, wants this shit too. God. Like Swerve you know what was, fab like, was thinking, honestly. It to me. Yeah. Fabulous was thinking, honestly, yo, this is better than when Vince tried to book me at WrestleMania 19 a battle rap John Cena. <laughs> bro, it was. And Jay Z. It was great, bro. It was great. So. And then fucking Who Kids wait, showed wait, up. Hold on, like, wait, 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 wait. So, so then fucking, uh, 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 when Keith Lee comes out, then the crowd kind of turns <laughs> back around. So then. <laughs> it's my, so my boy good. Fab got cheered a little bit because damn, yeah, that shit was sad. It's so good how they Luger stinged fucking. Keith Lee and Swerve. Like they did, they really pulled off a Lex Luger yep. and Sting with them. Yep. Where, where Lex one's is a over heel here being and one's cheeky. a face. Yep. <laughs> they worked that out. Over here That's being ingenious. <laughs> That's really, I, I really like that. Like mm-hmm. that shit was good. And then so so then uh, uh with the acclaim comes out Who Kid. And I find I, DJ Who Kid is hilarious. <laughs> the, the whole time Max Caster is rapping, he's like Fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you know how to do, B, with with his pain. <laughs> yeah, he's over here like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just, oh, son. Just being, being, being the hype man to, uh, <laughs> to Max Caster. Which is, I found it hilarious that he was just being a troll the whole time. Because Fab just came out. He just walked out like, yeah, these are my boys. Yeah, yeah. He just went and sat down. Yeah. Not who kid, who kid jumping around doing shit. Yeah, who kid was like, nah, I'm with this shit tonight. Let's go. <laughs> it probably gave him some fucking liquor right before coming out. He was like, yeah, and yo, this was this is what was so weird. They had these motherfuckers come out with these tag teams, and they're sitting right next to each other, son. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And Fly Guy was right next to them. Yup. Yeah, you can always see Fly God from a fucking mile away because he got some. I'm so happy. Yo, shit. didn't Kenneth Stone say he hated fucking uh, West Side Gun? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, he was like, sounds like a fake ass, a whole bunch of fake ass Ghostface killer. Yo, fuck Kofi. <laughs> nah. Fuck Kofi. I love you, Kofi, but fuck you for that. It, the first time I ever heard West Side Gun, it, 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 it yeah. did take me a couple listens to actually get into West Side Gun. Because, like, the shit he said is actually good. It's yeah. fire. Yeah. But his voice does throw you off. Mm-hmm. Especially with the shit he be talking about. Be talking about wrestling, but speaking like Ghostface is hilarious. He be talking <laughs> about wrestling, mixing it in with, like, fucking drug dealing gang bars. And it's like, this nigga sounds like this beat. And I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was always funny. I, I liked it. I mean, I always like uh, West Side Gun whenever he's pissed. But. Nah, but he's he's talented, though. I like it. Yeah, he's good. It, it was funny. Nah, though. that man is a talented motherfucker. <laughs> it's good. That man is fucking talented. Just, I can understand how it, it could throw you off the first yeah, listen. that shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like, uh, it, it was, it was like, for me, I, th- I thought this, it was a whole cool little uh, mm-hmm. send up and, and show of love to like just hip hop culture in general. Like one team bring out 
a, a famous New York hip hop luminary, another team bring out <laughs> another hip hop luminary from New York, mm-hmm. and then you know, you know, they both swerve. Swerve's theme song is his song. The acclaimed song is Max Caster's song, and he raps to the ring and shit. Like I thought, this was a whole like fucking un- maybe <laughs> unintentional, but uh, I, I thought this was like for the hip hop head. This match is for you. Yep, man. They had this man. <laughs> he called Keith Lee. He called Keith Lee a fucking two two liter bottle of fucking Pepsi. <laughs> he said a two liter bottle of Pepsi. <laughs> said Swerve was by a glory hole. He was going. Yeah, they, they said he was spending too much time in in, in Keith Lee's glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> Crowd ate. The, the acclaimed were the most overdudes on this show. Yep, we Hands were. Down, yo, no question. the fact that no question. random strangers just came up to me scissoring yo. Yeah. We I just kept seeing line. dudes go down to <laughs> every time y'all see a dude go down to see he was wearing a scissor me daddy ass shirt like yep. yep, a whole bunch of guys came in right and they had like other wrestling shirts and they had gone to the little shop that they set up outside and they came in all of them with fucking uh, uh, scissor me daddy ass shirts I was trying my hardest to get a papi culo chant started that didn't work then I tried <laughs> a, a daddy culo chant that didn't work so I just yeah, let it go tried. Yeah, but tried. I tried. Yeah. But, you know, not for lack of, you know, chance in this match. This match had the most insane chant that I may have ever heard at a wrestling show. Yep. <laughs> oh, Fucking seven scissor nation. me, daddy. <laughs> seven Nation Army style. Oh, scissor me, daddy. So first- I said... This this chant could never leave this building. Yep, <laughs> this yep. is crazy. There was a guy sitting next to us who was telling us, like, yo, in any other setting, you cannot use the, the, the this saying <laughs> at all. You cannot say this to another grown man. Yep, you can't say that setting. shit at work. You can't say that shit in the street. You can't say that nowhere else in the world. But in a wrestling arena with a whole bunch of wrestling fans, you say, Scissor me, Bentra! Exactly. And then everybody goes with it. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. everybody scissoring their neighbors mm-hmm. like we in church or some shit. We in the yeah. church of the acclaimed tonight. This match had a lot of t- Yo, Scott Steiner, shut the fuck up. It's not your time. Yep. Well <laughs> Thank you. It's always my time. This match had a lot of twists. Wait, get in the fucking mic. <laughs> Sorry. This match had a lot of twists and turns, which I, I enjoyed. It was a lot of points where you would think that the acclaim was gonna win or that Keith Lee were and, and Swerve were gonna retain. Uh, they kept that intensity the entire match. It was just, there was points where even, even, uh, Jim Ross was saying, uh, well, not Jim Ross, uh, uh, Shkivan was saying it on, on commentary. Uh, he was saying, yo, I think Max Caster's out. Like he's, he's gotta be done. Like there's no way. And he, he was still getting back up no matter what. And then, oh yeah, the knee injury. Mm-hmm. And then there was that point where Swerve was trying to, um, basically take out Caster and, he ended up murdering Keith Lee with that dang boombox. And that's that's a sad situation right there, man. Cause now we already know that the the, the dissension is 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 happening. Yeah. They're about to they, they might be breaking up after this, which is kind of good because I'm dying to see Keith Lee have a fucking singles run. He's a fucking beast. Head mess swerve, I feel like this could set them up to both have mm-hmm. big solo runs. Mm-hmm. Cause now Keith Lee can still yeah. be a babyface. But Swerve is a heel, bro. And he fucked himself. He literally fucked up the team. Cause wasn't too long after that that uh, our boy <laughs> Daddy Ass. <laughs> he's like, Oh word, y'all won't cheat? 
Say less. <laughs> yeah. Let's cheat that. Let me explain. Let, let me explain what happens here. So throughout that whole fucking scenario that happened, um, Swerve's outside. Where okay, yeah. He's outside with Bowens and gets hit with a rolling elbow stripe. Gun hits him with a famous sir. Mm-hmm. Uh Bowens hits the arrival on Lee. Oh no, they do it on they do it on Swerve. Caster goes for the mic drop. My God, the minute it went one, <laughs> two, three, I thought the whole fucking building was about to collapse. Yeah, we, we, we were I've never heard of a fucking we loud. pop. <laughs> we, we were loud. loud. We were loud. It, 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 it was life. crazy. Yo, the pink confetti <laughs> everywhere. is just being and shot it, up you know, everywhere. You know what made it even to- better? The fact that they used that little trope right at the end where Keith Lee was jumping and lunging in and then Bowen stopped him. Boom. Saved it right there at the last minute. Perfect, perfect, bro. Perfect way to end that. Perfect. That was a fight. Just amazing. (laughs) And, you know, you see these two guys are celebrating. Bowen looks like he's about to fucking break character and cry. Max Caster is like the happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max Caster was happy. And Billy Gunn was like, damn, I wish this was my son's fuck. <laughs> These are my sons now. They are his sons. <laughs> These are my adopted sons. These are my rapping sons. He hugged the shit out of them. He hugged, he hugged them so hard, bro. Then they all scissored in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yo, that, oh, yeah. Yo, These, are my, yo, you got, These are my scissoring sons. Seven, you got to do it. You got to do it right there. What time? Scissor me, daddy ass. Uh, they literally did this. Like, hey, hey, wait, hold on. Let me try to. Uh, well, it's not going to be like that on TV anyways. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, 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 fine. Um, but it, it was, it was the atmosphere for this match and for the win especially was mm. otherworldly. Like, if there was anything I could compare to the atmosphere of Omega Danielson, just like the the jubilation and the hype, it was this match. Cause oh my god, these these boys were over. Yep. Ooh. It was something about swerving glory holes that Max Caster said. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yo, the crowd didn't shut yo, you guys didn't shut the fuck Hell up. No. I wanted to hear this man rap. Y'all didn't shut the we were fuck hype, up. Bro, we were I, I can't I can't wait till you see fucking Rampage because we would not shut up during Rampage. Oh yeah, Rampage <laughs> is gonna be funny. <laughs> Alright, so we got some backstage shit after this match. So we got FTR being interviewed by some chick. I forgot who her name was. Was it Lexi Nair? And Cass, congrats. Uh, yeah, Lexi Nair. Thank you AKA for reminding Karen, me. Uh, Karen Jarrett Jr. <laughs> <laughs> she do, do kind of look like Karen Jarrett. So, Cass Wheeler congratulates the acclaim. And they are officially cashing in their number one contendership. But then the gun club walk in. Mm-hmm. And they start making fun of FTR. It's like, why are you guys not on TV? You guys aren't on TV. We didn't so see like, any and of they that keep shit, comparing. The we did not. And they were comparing mm-hmm. themselves to FTR. And in the end, it's like, so like, uh, FT, F, uh, so they were doing this whole FTR skit, but instead of like FT the letter R, they were like, are you like FT, are you ever going to be on TV? Mm-hmm. FT, are you ever going to yep. defend your other belt? Oh, FT, are you ever going to face us one-on-one? Yeah. Oh, and basically they were saying, we're, we're basically the younger versions of you. Of you. We're the young FTR. Yep. Top guys. Out. And then oh, they did the, they high five and they fucking. <laughs> yeah, they, did the, they did the whole thing, the whole thing, the chest bump and everything. 
ass boys going crazy. Yeah, they did the, to see it. They did the whole FTR thing, and I was like, <laughs> what? And then FTR was like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, whatever. You're good, you're good, so you're that's, good. <laughs> that's when we no bars, cut bro. back to commercial break. <laughs> and we got Tony Schiavone standing in the middle of the ring. He has Willie Ute on stage. Ah, yes. Before Willie could even say a fucking thing, interviews ain't allowed. The devil himself decides to make his presence onto the AEW stage. MJF calls his fans devil worshippers. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. At this point, you're just a bunch of tricks. (laughs) (laughs) Tricks. I know the real saying. (laughs) Okay. And he calls Tony a fat old prick. MJF says Yuta is man. While he is God, MJF is a gener MJF is a generational talent. Yuta says MJF is the king of low-hanging fruit. He says MJF's new fiance is a little too smart. Ooh. And she will realize MJF is a piece of human shit. And she will walk out on MJF just like MJF walked out on you. On us. MGF wishes the yeah. Blackpool Cuckold Club the best mm-hmm. as they lose the title to MJF in the near future because we couldn't get it on this show. And Yuta just slaps the shit out of MJF <laughs> after mm-hmm. he makes fun of Regal about pills. MJF then fucking floors yeah, Yuta with a He said the pill line. Press. He said the pill line and, and, and Wheeler Yuta lost his fucking mind. That crossed the line right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. After that, you know, uh, MJF gets up and he automatically, like, out of just nowhere, he just takes out Joey, uh, Tony Schiavone and he just daintily falls right next to the lighting and he's selling this shit. Like, <laughs> and unfortunately, we didn't get to see that from our angle because we were literally come- right above I saw him. it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. I didn't Yuda get to really is, see it. Yuda tries to. So you. All right, so Yuta tries to come and uh, save Tony Schiavone from the basically the apparent savage beating that MJF was going to give him. But then here comes W. Morrissey choking him with, I don't know, something yeah, I didn't know what the fuck we didn't get to either. see because they were just, like, clearing that shit. I don't know yeah, if that, it, like, he was see. holding it like this or something. Like, what the fuck? All I can see from that point is fucking Morrissey fucking barking at security guards. Get the fuck away from me. Yep. So yeah, after after Morrissey does his part, chokes out Yuta, uh, he picks him up like on his knees, and then MJF with the diamond ring that he still has that nobody even mentions for no for no apparent reason. We apparently get a backstage interview from earlier today from Tony Schiavone interviewing Jade Cardgill. Jade with her typical line, Tony, cut the shit. Yeah, so she was like, I'm the baddest bitch here. I'm the host champion. And here come Diamante. is like, so you the bad bitch, huh? You some bad mm-hmm. bitch? Well, guess what? I got me a bad bitch. She right over there by your side, but not her. I got this bad bitch here. She an OG bad bitch. I'll come fucking Trina. Yep. Yep. It's and I wish by- I wish we saw this. Yeah, because, I, we didn't see this yeah, in so, the arena. So when, when they started uh, recording uh, Rampage, we end up seeing Trina. And we're like, Trina? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and she comes out with Diamante for yeah, the match yeah. but even then like I didn't notice because you know we up there and, and they're not showing her on camera so I'm like alright who that so girl? now you got 
CTZ, you wanted me to give you the backstage shit, I'm giving you the backstage shit. Now I have I have to play your role since your voice is in and you didn't write shit. You should have told me in advance to fucking write shit down. Yeah, well, it, Could've it, took it, it over. It's, it's fine. It, it it's funny because like when when you think when you when you say the baddest bitch from the 305, yes, that is Trina. Yeah, that is. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you're not but from New York. You're not, you're not thinking, like, you're not it's, thinking it's, hip hop. You're, you're not thinking, thinking wrestling. That in a in a wrestling yeah. reference. Like if you think if you're, if you're cutting a wrestling promo, like I'm bringing in the baddest bitch from the 305. Like okay, so she's gonna bring <laughs> in somebody from Miami, I guess. Yeah. Not literally Trina. Legit <laughs> Trina <laughs> from the 305, but. Yeah, but I didn't think you really met her. It's like, yo, that's not a wrestling. Th- well, right, fuck it. Well, like you technically, you right, but yeah. I, I just didn't think. I thought it was gonna be somebody who like, like maybe even Lisa something relocated or some shit. Yeah, something like that. Like she was gonna have a partner or something mm-hmm. to help out, but it's Trina. So yeah, yeah legit Trina. Trina. We go on to the All Atlantic Championship. Tupac, Orange Cassidy. Tupac, 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 Tupac. Tupac, Tupac. God, I love hearing Jane. Oh, Especially in the Hell yeah, that, that song shit, was that shit fire <laughs> That shit slaps. Whew. Um, It's a pack Orange Cassidy match. I'm glad I got to mm-hmm. see what it person. These are always fucking fun. Um, I, I love how fucking, no matter what, Pac is always just fed the fuck up with this man. Like, whenever Orange starts his bullshit, Pac is just like, He'll he'll stand there with his hands on his hips like, you fucking wanker. I'm sick of your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The lazy kick spot where Pat came back and just fucking shotgun drop kicked him in the chest. (laughs) Um, Orange orange rolling away, not once, not twice, but three times was hilarious. (laughs) This shit was... This shit was a good time. Yep. Um, and then... I felt like they were pulling... They were just doing the old playbook from their last encounter. Yeah, I felt like they were just playing off a lot of the, a lot of the spots that they, they had in their last uh, couple matches. Um, yeah. And then they had it with... It, it, it kind of <laughs> feels like they're setting up a thing where, like, Orange, Orange Cassidy is, like, not necessarily his weakness, but he throws Pac off in a way... That other people just don't seem to throw him off. And like this time he had to cheat to beat him. And he got heat for it too. Crowd was booing at the end. It, they were they were they were icy toward the bastard. Uh but yeah, I had fun with this. I had fun with this damn thing. Yeah. It was it was funny. It's Orange Cassidy. It's never not funny when it's Orange Cassidy. <laughs> it it's it's Orange Cassidy. He's always good for he's gonna mm-hmm. make you laugh, and then like he, you're gonna go like ten minutes and you're gonna be like, This is actually a really good fucking yeah. match. This is this is going hard. He's always good for that. And then you got the bastard. And you know, the bastard goes along with all the bullshit. Yo, that DDT, man. That folded. Yo, those DDT cells were insane. Mm -hmm. Dude, he was just spiking his own fucking head. Like, bro, there was this one point where, like, he just. Spiked his head and then just attempted a bridge. I'm yeah, like, what he the like fuck? folded into a bridge. I was like, yeah. bro, yeah. what? <laughs> they mentioned that on commentary too. Uh, they were talking about how, like, they've seen people take all sorts of bumps, but they've never seen anybody fold like that. Just crazy. That was <laughs> like you're not supposed nuts. to fold like that, son. Shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm still wondering how the hell do you take do that bump safely? That's crazy. Yeah, so basically, Cassidy hits uh, Stun Dog Millionaire Suicide Dive, Diving DDT, Kip Up, Tornado DDT. 
Pac kicks out of two and uh, catches Cassidy and hits him overhead throw. Cassidy with a roll-up two count. Cassidy hits the Orange Punks cover. Uh, Pac gets the ropes at two. And, you know, basically to end it off, uh, he, uh, he beats Cassidy with the ringing bell hammer behind the ref. Uh, his back goes for the cover. Goes for the cover. Hey, he yo. still retains there. <laughs> I really enjoyed this match. Like when I watched their first match, um, before everything went to shit and there was no fucking fans, nah. their first match was pretty fucking fine. And I said to myself, Orange Cassidy is going to be a huge star in this company. Just let him do what he needs to do. He'll be fine. He knows how to connect with that crowd, and that crowd knows how to connect with someone like Cassidy. Pac is another one. Like, he could bring big impact moves, all the Lucha Libre stuff into the mix. And I really enjoyed the first encounter that they had in um, Revolution, which I think it was. Yeah, it was Revolution. Revolution 2020, yeah. Yes. It was around that time. I enjoyed that match. And when I reviewed it, I'm like, yeah, this match was probably my match of the night. Indeed. I think I gave it a, a, a fucking go. And, you know, when, when I said, when I told you today earlier, they were pulling off pages from their old match at Revolution here. And I'm like, Oh shit. They did that. They did that. They did that in 2020. We're doing this again. Cool. We haven't seen it in a while. So it's good to relive this shit. And I like that. It, it's good to have a little nostalgia for certain purposes like this. And for once, it's now starting to make the All-Atlantic Championship not feel lost in the shuffle now. It's now the belt could go somewhere. It could lead to something. It's being defended in America it. now. <laughs> it, it was already yes. being defended. It's just now being defended in America. He defended it on Dynamite. <laughs> yes, that's, he's now defending it on on. Yeah, because he's been defending that shit all around that. the world. In every yes. indie possible. Yeah, I, under- I understand... That that was the purpose because they wanted to start the angle with Kip Sabian. That's why he was in Europe with Pac when he was defending the title there. I get that. But it was also the same time like, uh, this is America. Our president was once black and our Lambo was once blue. You should be defending the title here too. All right? (laughs) Hey. I am Get the fuck fact, up out of here with this bullshit about you defending this in the UK. Shout out to Kip Sabian. Shout out to Penelope Ford. Well, all, right, all right, let's let's get on the bus and let's head on down to jail because the next match is the four way for the <laughs> AEW interim <laughs> women's championship. <laughs> so yeah, I I the, I simped, I simped heavy uh, for Tony uh, Storm. Six. I simped. This is the match of the fastest and Serena Deep. Oh god, oh, <laughs> the god. professor. Oh god, you put oh. some respect on a professor. I mean, she 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 she, she also says that she has a very nice. Posterior, so I'm gonna leave that alone. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Robinson be out here wilding. <laughs> wilding. <laughs> Yo, I, I took I took a great video of her entrance. That was dope. I had fun with. Um, I mean, this whole match was fucking insane because everybody was just fighting everybody. It was nuts. It was this weird spot though that it was like it was two people upside down trying to pin each other. Then Serena Deeb kind of came over and kind of like clammed on top. And I was like, yo, Serena Deeb, you out of pocket. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> that that pin predicament was <laughs> sus. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> I think somebody yelled that when she me. did that. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> hey, yo. That was me. <laughs> 
I was def- that's when I got up and I went up for a quick yeah, second. Yeah, you were up top. You were up top when you did that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, that was funny. Um, yeah, fucking hey, yo. Athena did this crazy <laughs> spot where she fucking lifted. Who was it? Um, Two people. Yeah, it was Brit and um, Serena, right? It was Brit. And yeah, it was Brit and Serena. Yeah. What was it that she did with, with both of them again? I forgot. Yeah. It was I, like, I, she did like a World Strongest Slam kind of deal almost. Like yeah, the way it was, the best. I actually think that's yeah. the spot where Brit busted her face. Ooh, um, probably. But it was a dope Yo, spot. Speaking of Serena Deeb, Tevin, first thing I said when she came out. Yo, why her theme song goes so hard for That's her? true. Her theme song went <laughs> gangster. <laughs> nah, her theme song go hard It was a gangster for no reason. This woman is... <laughs> nah. She's had that theme for a minute. She has. I know, but it's just... You realize it when you're in, in the arena. And Bro, it's blaring. Oh, and it's loud. I'm like, oh, this Definitely. shit. Hard. You're like, damn, yo, what kind of gangster uh, shit? <laughs> Serena let's go. Be on. <laughs> Whoop they ass, Serena. I was rooting for Serena for a second. <laughs> Let's go, gangster. I was like, yo, why her theme song goes so hard for like, what? <laughs> That sounds like an AOD theme song too, at that yeah. nigga. Like, that sounds like think, something I, I think would the, use. I think that's Homeboy that does her theme too. Um, 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 what's his name? Josiah Williams. Oh, it is? Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. so. That's crazy. I believe so. Yeah, the dude that did um, Sean Spears' theme, he got a few on too. He did Cameron Grimes' theme too, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I like him, so he's good. I like him. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to him. He's the guy who used to make the remixes of theme songs on YouTube and on Instagram and mm-hmm. on all the platforms and shit, and then he got popping. Yeah, the Undisputed Era one was yeah, dope yeah, as fuck. Yeah, they, they had him do the Undisputed Era performance. Yep, yeah, at that yeah. one takeover. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Shout out to him. He's dope. He's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, 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 this 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 four-way was definitely a fun match. Um. Athena, I feel like Athena, her the the past few weeks has been really showing off. I, I I keep I feel like I keep saying it. She's been showing off why she's been such a valuable signing for this company, and I do mm-hmm. think she was she's been one of the most valuable signings in ring. And up until the post match, she might have been the most valuable signing. But yep. I think we now have Be- before that before number that. one with a bullet most before valuable that. signing before, before that. that. Uh, I'm gonna talk about how awesome. Athena's fucking entrance gear was, man. You Came out with this like Mad Max kind of like shoulder pad thing. And she had like a Q-Bone helmet on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny because Excalibur mentions it on, on commentary. He's like, looks like she's channeling Q-Bone there. Oh. And I like the fact that her helmet like latches on to her, to her like shoulder pad. So when she set it down, the lighting that was on the shoulder pad kind of like glowed behind the the Cubone helmet. That was a fire ass. I bet you she made it herself too. Yeah, she probably did. Yeah, Athena. Athena's attires are dope. Um, but yeah, um, are we gonna talk about the elephant in the room now? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes we're yes, gonna yes. talk Tony about this before you before you say anything. I gotta say the line, <laughs> Tevin. Yes. Well, let's 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 get to it. Um, oh, God. All right, just talk about yeah, talk the about, heels, the heels yeah. attack, and they're mm-hmm. beating down the baby faces. Mm-hmm. Then Jamie Hader runs down. We pop for Jamie Hader. We love we love us. Yeah, Jamie Hader. Hazel loves Jamie Hader. She yeah. stares she stares down Britt Baker, thinking that all oh, the that they're gonna probably betray mm-hmm. each other. But then nope, they go after Tony. Storm. I was so sad. I was like, damn it, Jamie, no. <laughs> I was like, Jamie, you could have finally I, been free. I, I would have <laughs> popped big if Jamie would have did it right yep. then and there. But, but they attack, they take out Storm. Mm-hmm. They're both standing in the ring, and then they hug the, each other. 
right after that. Can I say it? Is it time? Can I say it? Oh, it's shit. time. It's time. Paige here. <laughs> <laughs> you could have you said Soraya here. No, no, no. No, that's we, the new We came thing. up with a new one. It, it, it's Soraya. It's Soraya. Just in case. I can't even fucking. Just in case you never know. I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> My throat is all fucked yeah, up. Just know in the same vein as it's Soraya. Soraya <laughs> Knight. Is now all elite, making her official AEW debut in Queens. No physical assaults. The heels, they roll out. And, you know, uh, Soraya just keeps yelling, yeah, this is my house. This is, this is my fucking house. house. This is my house. That was thing. Um, so, yeah. Although, a huge we all crowd know reaction indeed. Yeah. It was Daddy Ass's house huge- last night. Yes, that's a huge crowd reaction for sure. Oh, yeah, it was their house tonight for sure. After that match, we get a, a video package with Darby Allen. Apparently, he has an apartment in New York City. I, I yep. saw the and he's taking of that. Yep, that so was yeah, hilarious. Talk about that real quick, and then we go because I'm gonna double back to Soraya real quick. But and talk about Darby. This, makes, this whole package makes no fucking sense to me. Mm-hmm. My nigga, you leave your apartment, you carry a body bag with you, you get up. Uh, <sighs> You get on a bus, you get on a fucking train, all of a sudden, you fucking, you walk at least to different areas, and then you're getting on this cab with the body bag, and then you tell the cab driver, I'm going to a funeral, Arthur Ashe. (laughs) And that's it. This problem made no sense. You you want to know what a real cab driver would have said? I would have called the fucking Uber. (laughs) Nah, nah, the the, the real cab driver, the yellow cab would have looked at him and said, Buddy, you cannot bring that in here, buddy. You cannot leave that outside. I'm not going to let you do that bullshit over here. No, no, no. You think I'm stupid? Where do you fuck you think I'm from? Get the fuck out of my car, friend. For the fuck, you for the fuck fuck's sake, you're fucking crazy. Get out of here. You, <laughs> you can take that shit in the subway. I don't <laughs> care. Nobody gonna say shit in the subway. But for fuck's sake. My man, it was just, this, this whole thing, this whole thing was so stupid. Like, you could have taken... One form of transportation. That was the fucking subway. You did not need to go through all of this shit to fucking get on a cab and tell the cabbie to take you to, to a funeral that's going to be an Arthur Ashe. Didn't he have Facts. a car? What? He had a car. He drove it. He got out, took the body bag with him, mm-hmm. got on a subway, mm-hmm. dro- rode that <laughs> shit <laughs> to, I don't know See, where. Wait, he's, got this is the, how true it is on a subway. The, nobody going to question you if you have a body bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, nobody. Yeah. My nigga, if you see something, say something. Nobody <laughs> nobody, nobody going to say shit. People mind their business. What the nobody fuck say mind your fucking business and just look down the whole time. So, yeah. My man gets off the fucking train, gets in the fucking cab. I'm like, yo, you out your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. This is not how niggas be in New York. No, they don't do this. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. different. That's the some, train would have been it. That would have been Midwest it. shit. <laughs> that's a Midwest shit, Darby. You take the fucking that's- subway. You feel me? You 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 take the seven. You go straight to to to, to Arthur Ashe. You walk the little boardwalk and you drag his ass in there. That's it. Man, good. The funny thing is, the the uh, they didn't even show like the apartment that he was in, but they showed like areas of the apartment. They like that was the most grittiest thing there. It's like what you were trying to show 
like uh, parts of the city at night to show how gritty it is. It was like fucking quiet as usual. You could have filmed someone robbing someone there. That would have been the grittiest thing to be putting on he, AEW. You should have just recorded no. it in the Heights with all the zombies walking around. But no, I'm <laughs> assuming they weren't fucking... I, I'm going to assume this possibly they weren't fucking Park Slope filming that whole thing. It looks like somewhere in no town. no fucking way. Or some yeah. shit. Like that. that whole shit looked like Brooklyn, son. I'm not gonna... It looked like Brooklyn. It was too quiet. It was definitely not. That's what I mean. It was definitely not somewhere <laughs> crazy. I'm yeah. telling you, they should have. If they would have done, they, they should have hit me up. I would have gave them a nice little spot to fucking record. And you know what I'm saying? And I would have just been like, "Yo, dog, I'm just gonna tell you right quick. <laughs> There's gonna be like 200 crackheads outside. Just be careful. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just mind, just mind the crackheads. Tell me, you gotta double I, back to that Soraya. You gotta thing. double back to Soraya because I feel like she's important to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, all um, right, fine. And because I said. You know, Athena was is one of the more important signs that AEW has made recently. But I think the most valuable name, the, the, in, in terms of name value, the biggest signing on the female side that AEW has ever had is Soraya. Yep. I don't yes. think there's any question. Um, former fucking, you know, women's champion in WWE. One of the more important figures of their their whole women's revolution stuff. Um her her takeover matches were really what got got them started toward you know taking women's wrestling seriously there in WWE. Yep. She they made a fucking movie about her. Yep. Um, with with actually quite a famous movie star now, Florence Pugh. She played her. Yep. Um, AKA yep. AKA uh, uh, what's her name now? Uh, Hawkeye. Wait wait. Hawkeye's oh, yeah, nemesis. Yeah, yeah. She's she's. Is she Yelena. a black widow? What yeah, is she? Yelena. Yeah, Yelena. But I'm saying like, what is she? Um, she a black widow. I, t- I forgot what the fuck they're gonna do with her now because she's supposed to be in Thunderbolts, I think. Yeah. But. Oh okay. Yeah. She was but originally yeah. one of the that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was Paige. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. she's in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, Paige Soraya is is a big get for AEW. I uh, I I don't know what the situation is with her and her, her health and yeah, yeah. her health and everything. Because like you said, Hazel, there was no physicality here. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think even if she's going to be, cause I feel like as a manager, she, she wasn't bad. She was good. Yeah. But here's the thing though. She's even said like on her Twitch and all that stuff, like they cleared doctor said that she was cleared to compete. The problem was WWE was not going to take the liability of clearing her Bro. so that she can get back in. Hey, a cat. <laughs> That's crazy. Why would she do this? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, today is pet day. I had a dog here. <laughs> Loki, I'm not getting Loki. Loki <laughs> is sleeping with Amanda right yeah, now. I gotta get up here. I got to. I got. I got That was just random. The cat just up. up. I meant the to pick her up. She jumped down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, but but again, it's like you know WWE didn't want to clear her because again it would have been a big a huge liability if something were to happen to her. And I understand that, but Paige wanted to fucking wrestle. She didn't want to sit there and do other shit like besides being general manager. She didn't want to fucking do WWE backstage. She doesn't want to fucking manage Absolution. She wanted to fucking wrestle. Hey, wait, hold on, I gotta say it too. Absolution. <laughs> Charlotte, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, uh, but yeah, like it, 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 with like her, with 
with the health situation, there are a bunch of examples that her she herself has talked about in recent years. Brian Danielson, yeah. Christian Cage. The, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of people who have had bad injuries, especially Edge. Yeah, Edge was the one yeah. that I was going to say. Yeah, just like her, <laughs> neck injury. Um, and he, mm-hmm. he was able to patch it up. And he's had a whole hey, new run. Can, can I bring up a big, a big, big one? Yes. Stone Cold. Stone. <laughs> Steve Austin wrestled this year. Yep, that <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's stopping Paige from saying, I'm ready to get back into the ring and compete? And Tony Khan just approves that yeah. shit. And it's not like, because I've seen people like, oh, is AW just going to, AW, they're going to work with doctors and shit just like WWE. They're not just going to fucking throw a person out there if they don't feel that they're in fit condition to do it. Paige is going to be checked out by doctors. And if they feel, yes. <laughs> She can do it, then they'll do it. But and I feel like we've already, they must have had some talks in that direction if you know they've signed her because she got the graphic and everything. So, mm-hmm. well, who knows? Next week, quite possibly, we might have her get in the ring, cut a promo, and then maybe there might be some physicality or not from the person that's going to be talking with her. But she'll probably throw the first uh throw the first physical attack on whoever steps up against Soraya. Yeah, it's good. I'm hoping that's the case. I'm just my only thing is this. I'm hoping that you know this is not you know going to be the same thing over again where she makes a return, all of a sudden she gets injured again and then that's it. She has to hang it up again because now AEW is afraid that she might be a liability and she become she could become an injury prone as well. Well that that's why hopefully, you know, they they because I feel like there there is use for her because she was good in the uh GM role, she was good in the managerial role. Like I think there's things she can do, even if you don't want to have her as an in-ring talent. I think there's value that she adds to the company. But regardless. I think you know, after after hearing that ovation, I think a lot of people in AEW are just wanting to see her wrestle instead of doing anything else. Oh, sure, yeah, like, I think- absolutely. And if she can, I'm sure that's definitely the first place people are gonna want to see her back in that ring. So <laughs> We're going to see. We're going to see what's going to happen. It looks like there's been enough talk. Yes. It's time for the main event. For the vacant AEW World Championship Grand Slam Finals. John Moxley of the Blackpool Combat Club versus Brian Danielson. Of the Blackpool Combat Club. Versus gang. <laughs> gang <Me> versus six. <laughs> yep. And, and you know what's crazy? We even picked the opposite guy. <laughs> so Tevin picked uh, D-Bry, obviously, and I obviously picked Mox. Who did I? Oh, damn. I forgot who I picked. No, fuck. I went with fucking, I went with Danielson. I actually did with, I did went with Danielson. I went with my heart on this. Me too. <laughs> Daniels is my guy, but I but I knew but like I I said going in, there's no bad choice in this match. Yeah. Like you put it on Danielson, that's good. You put it on Mox, that's good. Like although there was people complaining already. Run, well, they gonna complain, but hey, for me, you, you, we all win regardless of the match result here. The only why is the only Mox thing getting I another been, shot at the title? Why is Mox getting another shot at the title? Oh my god. Because he's John fucking Moxie. That's exactly. why I deal with it. Um, but yeah, the only thing I would have been mad at. The only ending I would have been mad at was MJF cashing in the chip. I didn't want that. And it didn't happen. So, so that was Speaking good. of MJF, 
Yes. I don't think we really needed to see that much of him, guys. Oh, we didn't notice that. This is the main event for the world title. (laughs) What the fuck? Why did we have to? I counted this shit. We had to watch MJF many various cuts. Even when it was in the hard cam, you could still see him. So I still count that. I counted at least 12. Many times that we had to look at MJF throughout the entire match. I'm like, I didn't need that. And I don't think anyone else that was watching. Yeah, you're pointing at it. You're, you're literally pointing at TJ. You're pointing <laughs> up at the fucking company. You're pointing at the network for this. I don't think we really needed all those goddamn cameras. I don't think it was the network directed them. I, I, I will say, though, because I did see one of the hard, I did see a hard cam shot. I was, I was, I was looking back and yeah, you can see in the hard cam shot and there's a specific camera shot at ringside where you can see like Danielson and Moxley in the ring. And then you see MJF in the background standing there with the chip. And I'm thinking like, well, if you want to drive home the point that MJF is there, you already can with just with just with a hard cam shot because he's there. Like, and I feel like it's weird <sighs> that AEW did this so much because it's like AEW usually is pretty decent at employing the storytelling idiom of show don't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meaning you know, and they focus on the crowd too when they need to. They don't just go onto them like every fucking thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah like you know, all right. You show them once or show them in the background. Oh, hey, MJF is there. They trust, they typically trust yeah. you, the viewer, to be like, oh, MJF is watching. And then you, you, you stick to that and they ain't got to show them 50 times. But, but they- in this match, they like to show them 50 times. And I don't, that's crazy to me. I don't know why they did that. It was nauseating. I was like, I'm, I'm really trying to enjoy this match. And every now and then, like, I'm trying to see a good move take place. They fucking go right back into Maxwell. I'm like, Yes, I get it. The the man is there holding on to his chip. I get it. Cool. But do we really need all these fucking cuts just showing him? I understand that he's he's basically like, you know, the main character in this whole fucking angle that they're going to be going for in the near future. The minute he cashes in that shit. Because at this point, he's just a spectator. Mm-hmm. But we really did not really we did not need the camera cuts of him spectating a goddamn match. Yeah, it, it it did seem excessive um to do that, especially when there were like I just talked about other ways around this, and especially because this is a fucking great match, man. These two went out and beat yo. These two were trading <laughs> chops at one point. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, Danielson fired off a chop that sounded like a gunshot. I was yep. like, Jesus Christ, what mm. the yep. fuck? <laughs> it was it, it mm. was like that. Shit was loud. It's, it kind of sounded, you see, like when somebody's popping a, a bubble gum on their teeth. Like, if you take a mic to that, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. I just pop. Ah. I was like, oh. And, like, obviously, the ring is mic'd and shit. So, you know, the impact, the, the, the bumps and everything, the impact you can hear around the arena. But, like, this was just, you ain't need no mic for that. The mic just hey. made it sound crazy. Nobody knows that. Only we do. Nobody knows the secret. Sounded like yeah. a huge pop. Yeah, give away bro, a straight like, secret. <laughs> they like, oh. the ring in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone knows the stunt granny ship. Yeah. No one knows the mic under the ring. They actually mic the ring in boxing, too. Um, yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know it's fake. <laughs> Just a bunch of tricks. Oh. Um, so, what did I tell you, Jimmy? It's all a bunch of tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, these two went out and beat the shit out of each other, man. Wilding for the respect. Yeah, I be Wilding using the for, shit out of my lines. 
That top prize. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Be, I love the shit. Yo, out man, of this it was beating the shit, beat the shit out of each other. Son. Stop stealing my fucking gift. You feel like a fight. <laughs> then it's like, what the fuck am I going to say? You feel me? <laughs> this was a slobber knocker. Oh my gosh. Like, what, what you going to leave for me? You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in a lot of ways, it was a six type of match. Like, two yeah. dudes just going at it. <laughs> they went blow out there and blow. fucking fought. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I said that at the end, too, right? Yeah. When I yeah. when the match ended, I was like, that was a fucking fight. That was a fight. And it was even even the way Mox won, where he just locked in the choke and yoked him out and yep. just held it until Danielson passed out because he's like, I can't out wrestle him. I'm not gonna knock him out. I just gotta I gotta sleep him. It's yep. the only way. I gotta choke the him out. The fact that it was Mox getting the fucking sleeper on, that was like Wow, Mox. Yo, Mox is out here fucking choking niggas out. Ain't that right, Action Bronson? <laughs> I was... Right. I, I, I didn't know how to react to this shit because, you know, honestly, like, <clears throat> roll the bullshit aside. I brought all the comments and a lot of people were not happy with the fact that Moxley won. Now, these are just people in the comments. A lot of people were not happy. But everyone was saying, like, oh, this was a great match. It was a great match. So, like, why are you not I'll happy explain. that Moxley's champion? Um, uh, vocal minority, I would say, of, of, of uh, AEW fans are upset that they keep giving a shot to Mox. And I keep explaining to motherfuckers, pay attention to the fucking storyline. Why do you want them to force a title belt on Danielson? When it doesn't go with the story. You feel me? They're telling a story. Just fucking let them tell the story. It seems to be that Mox keeps getting that belt back. You feel me? The original story was for Punk to have a quick little run. But I feel like regardless, because of him having an injury, they were going to end up rewriting to this situation anyways. So I, I, I love the fact that Mox is the type of wrestler where... You know, even if he gets a little cold or you kind of, you know, drop him a little bit, he just always grabs the mic and picks you right back up. And that's something that people need to see. Then they need to chill. Like he's one of those guys that he's a very, very helping hand. Of course, Brian Danielson can do shit like that. You feel me? But it makes more sense in the story that they're trying to build here with John Moxley. Just let it rock. See where it goes and enjoy wrestling. I don't understand why people keep trying to force storylines to happen. You feel me? It's people, frustrating. Yeah. It's they frustrating. It was so, it was so weird watching this it. match. Mm-hmm. It was so weird watching this match also because I'm like, these niggas are really hitting each other, but they're not bleeding. Like, what the fuck? What's Hazel, going what on the here? Fuck? Yeah, camera way out of focus. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was like, Hazel, what happened? Uh, I, <laughs> like, it got, it got, a, it got a bit. It got a bit violent there. I'm like, these guys are really hitting each other. How are they not busted open from all these shots that they're doing? They're they're like, hard. I believe they call that strong style. Yes. It, it, it um, was made popular in Japan. Also, Japan. in the UK, they have British strong style. Yes. <laughs> you don't know about that. <laughs> um, I, 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 I think about it in two ways. Um... 
Like for one, like I, yeah, yeah, I went for Danielson, and I talked myself into thinking, yeah, Danielson should do it. But the yeah. whole time, in my heart of hearts, I knew the the <laughs> the choice for the storyline and everything is Mox. Yep. Because, like, for one, if you look at everything since All Out, look at what happened with you know you lose Punk and the Bucks and Kenny, you, you're going through all this public turmoil, turmoil that is now made public within the company. And who's the guy that goes out on TV when he's supposed to be on vacation, cuts a monster promo, Mm -hmm. and sets himself up as the heart and soul of the whole Mm -hmm. fucking promotion? It was John Moxley. He said it. He said, I am the the heart and soul of AEW. So, of course, you put the title on that guy. Because if you have a guy on the other end of the aisle in MJF, Mm-hmm. That is talking about how he wants to stick it to AEW and yep. how he wants to take the title and take it to WWE in 2024. Do you not see the money and fucking heart and soul of AEW versus the devil who is trying to ruin AEW yep. from within? The man with more salt in his body than the Dead Sea. Yeah, like it, <laughs> the, the the story makes sense. Like, and then you can you can make something work with MJF and Danielson Hell if you yeah. so chose. Of course you could. But they've already set up Moxley as as the guy for mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. with with him and MJF having the promo the night after All Out and everything like that. So Mox Mox was the clear choice here, and and again, in and out of kayfabe, it feels like John Moxley really is the backbone and the heart and yes. soul of AEW. Yes. Like we every go to time, a pandemic, every time somebody drops the ball, who picks mm-hmm. it up? John Moxley, and then he every fucking time. runs with it and every scores time. a touchdown every, every single time. time. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not look at this guy and be like, well, the bottom of the ninth, two strikes. I need a hit. I know it's, I know you can give me a hit. You mm-hmm. always give me a hit. Go do your thing. And what does Mox do? He gives you a hit. It, it, you, can't, you can't deny that. So, I mean, if you're mad that 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 Mox is fantastic at his job. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> he is. I'm just going to say it like this for my New Yorkers. This man is the Mariano Rivera of AEW. Absolutely. When End of the night who goes out there and fucking, well, back in the day. Not really. Back in the day. But back in the day, we used to go out there and finish that shit. Who was the main event? Who the fuck did we play Enter Sandman for? We used to say, when you played the New York Yankees in the Bronx, you had eight innings to win, not nine. Because in that ninth inning, it's a wrap. In that ninth inning, don't even fucking think about it. It's over. Don't even think about it. You're done. I'm Mariano Rivera. I look at this match, honestly, it's just, it was, without without a doubt, this match was just a straight up fucking fight. Mm-hmm. The violence was turned up a bit. Everything was stiff, hard-hitting. I love the fact that these two guys know each other so well, and I love how they're fucking really protecting Danielson here. Yeah, he's still doesn't yeah. get pinned, doesn't even submit. He just like Fell passes out. out from fucking chokehold. Just like my just like, like my that, Although he was in a sharpshooter, how he do was you, bleeding. How, how do you pass out on a sharpshooter? Yeah. I he was bleeding. He was bleeding. <laughs> Profusely. 
Man, sure. ask William Regal. He'll give you the explanation. <laughs> well, sunshine, as yeah. you can see, the sharpshooter, it works on the your your spinal muscles and constrictual ability to breathe. Yep. Combined with blood dripping down your forehead, yep. losing blood at a rapid rate, yep. you would naturally pass out eventually, sunshine. Yep, not That's just that, but you also have the weight of your opponent on your on your lower back. So that weight would put pressure and weight onto your weight, which is your chest. And if you can't contract and expand those fucking lungs, where the fuck are you breathing from? Yeah. Come on, Hazel. Come Huge on, nigga. You used to wrestle, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, you know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you get mad at Huge Hazel. Huge celebration like, from Nigga, you used to wrestle. You know fucking psychology, goddammit. Oh, goddamn. I'm starting to turn to Steve Austin. <laughs> goddamn, son. You yeah, sorry, don't kill son your voice. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> 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 All right, so after the match, you know, Moxley wins. He gets a huge celebration. Cameras is like immediately right after the bell rings. The cameras are fucking off. Like they gotta go. Like we gotta get out of here. See you. Good night. Okay, so that was the end. They, they, there was the end for okay. me. But apparently, what happened was, I get like at least ten seconds extra mm-hmm. of Regal in the ring. And Danielson putting the belt on Moxley. Yep. That's when my shit said, thank you for watching the stream. That was it. No more footage. Yeah, that, 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 that was, was basically it. That was for the show. And then afterward, Mox just cut a quick promo. Uh, he was talking about, he basically said, um, you know, this championship doesn't, this championship isn't how I define myself. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It doesn't define who I am as a man. What defines me as a man is being a good man, being a good father, being a, being a good husband, being someone that, people can look up to as someone that represents this company with with pride and honor and you know again this championship doesn't represent me or this championship doesn't define me but i, I define, define this championship which is a fire line yep um yes it was and, yo when he said that shit bro i felt that shit the reason why mm-hmm. like he's been on this fucking journey on this path is to show that like yo it's all about me right now like, if you think about it, look at all the shit he's overcome. Look at where he's come. Look at every time that somebody fucks up who has to clean it up and who ends up cleaning it up even better than what could have been written. So, I mean, it's like this man is the absolute. He, he's, he's, he should be called the cleaner. He, at this point, like, I don't, I don't understand how anyone could deny. <laughs> John Moxley, Who man, died? he is on the run of a lifetime right now. No, I'm I'm watching the main event right now. They were announcing John. There was a green sign that went up that said John sucks. <laughs> wow. No, that says that says Mox sucks. I'm like, oh, wow. Damn. That's why there was some salty ass no, motherfuckers on the train talking shit. Salty Mox, motherfuckers. Mox is Mox is story. making AEW history. He is the first ever three time AEW World Champion. <laughs> An interim champion, <laughs> making him now a four-time world champion in his entire wrestling career. Yep, a huge accolade there. They're really putting their faith in Moxley, and I'm I'm really believing that you know Moxley could possibly be the poster boy of this company if that's what if that's the case. But that's the thing. That's what people ain't realizing. He's been the poster boy of the fucking company. He's been. Since the first title reign he's been. That's what people need to fucking 
the people who ain't who haven't been watching the that whole is time, true. no, you're right. Who haven't that been is seeing true. this shit the whole time. They they don't get it. But I was there during. There was no fucking crowd. Fucking three people in the crowd. Only the people who worked there in the crowd. And I seen this man. He was off red. Like, yeah, Mox, Mox is literally a day one AEW guy. Like, well, he wasn't at the press conference, but the first pay per view, he he showed up at the end. Like, yep. Mox has been there from jump. And he's been working on top from jump. Like, uh, if, you, if you don't feel like he should be in this spot, you ain't been paying attention. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> if you don't. It, it, yeah, it, I agree. Like, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> If you, you don't guys can respect thing. the fact that he's putting <laughs> if, that he's putting in a lot of hard work and effort to you know be a part of this company and make this company great for what it is and make it even greater going into the future, then I don't know what the fuck you're watching because Moxley is making a killing right now on AEW and to whoever who it was and to whoever the people who are lights are right in the comments. Oh, he never should have won that belt from WWE guy. You need to shut the fuck up. Go look at your bed and just go to sleep. All right. Nobody got time to be fucking reading your go goddamn comments about Colin Mock at this point is crazy. Like the go. shit he's done since he left, like, how can you uh, whatever? <laughs> I wanna get like it's, Dean it's, Ambrose it's feels done. like a fucking different dimension a lifetime ago. Like yeah. they're, not, they're not even the same dude. Like, yeah. like bro, th- that guy is Dead. He's they, they, never coming they back. They raced to me that character. AW raced that character to me. Like, and, and, because, and I liked Dean Ambrose, but like, yeah, yo, Mox, forget Mox it. is different. Different. It, it's different. Like, I, it, it, when I see Mox, I see, I see fucking CZW Mox. Feel me? I, it, it takes me right back to that. It's like I skip all those WWE years and I go back to there. You feel me? Like I see him uh uh wrestling a guy who would end up being a a weirdo ass referee. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, goddamn Drake. And he's about to wrestle Nick Gage coming up, I believe in November, title Ooh, versus yeah, career. I wonder how I that think- goes now since he's fucking AEW champion again. Cause mm. is Tony gonna let him lose? Cause that's title versus career. Yeah. No, Tony's gonna Tony's gonna have to make him because I I I do believe without a shadow of a doubt, Brett Lauderdale knows that Nick Gage is his top draw in GCW, and you let Nick Gage go, it's like that's it. All the GCW fans are just well, he ain't got it. He ain't gonna fire Nicky. He just gonna retire. No, 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 it, no. That's what, I don't I don't think he wants him to retire. I don't even think Nick wants to retire either. I think he wants to still keep going, but or they can flip this right and make it a situation where almost like a loser leaves town kind of deal, where Mox can't come back to GCW basically. Yeah. Well, they already have they already have the match set up where it's it's John Nick Gage is putting his career on the mm-hmm. line to uh take the GCW title from John. So those are the huge odds right there. Like, yeah, it could it could probably be that time if Nick Gage decides that he wants to retire. Maybe it will be that time for him. I mean <laughs> well <laughs> last few years that Gage has had, he it, it would be an earned retirement. So yeah. if he wants to ride yeah, off I in agree. Sunset, I, w- he, I would definitely agree. That. If he does lose. Yeah, if he does. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do because Mox ain't fucking retired <laughs> No, Mox is on the run of his life. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no way. Golly. 
Oh, no. If Mox loses, he loses Yo, the belt. Nick Gage gets to keep his here's job. Here's a quick little tidbit. She's a security guard that's always in every, like, brawl, everything. that When John Moxley comes out, he's right next to him. Bald dude, beard, um, the, tan guy. The bald uh, yeah. African-American dude? Yeah. I don't know if he's black or, or Spanish, but he looks somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that, guy, that guy. He, him, right? Yeah. Every, yo, we saw him. We saw yeah, him. Just walking he around. walked right next to us. <laughs> yeah, he walked right past us. Yo, and every time I think about him. Ain't that homeboy? Yeah. Every time I think about him, I'm like, damn, Ted, we should have fucking. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice you had said it. I and then I turned around, like, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that is him. He, he, he looked just like on TV, too. <laughs> to, to, to cap off everything with the show, um, I thought with this show, in in contrast to last year, I thought last year was like a big show, a big showcase of AEW's biggest and brightest, all the big stars they had acquired, all you know, all the top of the tops that they had to put on for their first big New York show, their first ever twenty thousand seat, um, you know, show. Just, just they, it was big, big, big last year, and I feel like this year it was big as well, but in a different way. I feel like this year. They really put a, a a strong focus on like AEW homegrowns and and young up and coming yeah, yeah. talent. Like the acclaim, yeah, were the big stars of the night. Mm-hmm. You had John Moxley, like I told, like we talked about a day one guy winning the title in the main event. You had a, a good women's four way with a big debut. Like it felt like you know, sort of because I feel like a lot of people have been talking about AEW and their identity in the last few months, and I feel like. What what we came to know as their identity early on was just the fact that they do have so much rising young talent and they have so much variety spread out amongst mm-hmm. the show. And I feel like this show was a great example of that. You know what I just remembered? It just blipped into my head. John Moxley did a fucking curb stomp. He did. He did a curb stomp. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to the boy. You feel me? Like shout shout out to his man, the Joker, baby. Shout out to the homie Tyler Black, uh, Tyler Black. <laughs> My son, his Asian roots popped out right quick. <laughs> Tyler Brock, <laughs> Tyler Black. But yeah, the Joker, baby. He, he used this Joker, shit, baby. Um, but yeah, it, it was cool, and and Danielson kicked out. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I thought it was a really a really great show, a great experience. I, I I said it last year. I'll say it this year. If you're on the fence about AEW, go to a show. See how you feel after that. That shit was nuts, bro. Uh, that shit was I'm, nuts. I might have to go to the Boston show. Oh, yo, um, are we doing Rampage though? Like, are we doing that on Saturday? Are we gonna do? Are we gonna talk Rampage? I. I let me know Dog, how you that shit was we can fire, do rampage bro. we can do rampage can Saturday. i watch it yes can I watch you watch it you watch it you watch it and then you pop up with us and we talk rampage yeah, yes you down okay you down but here's the, here's the thing i am down here's the thing i gotta see how long i'm gonna be out for because my wife wants to take me to this county fair here you're not gonna believe the name of this shit what what it's called the biggie <laughs> okay yeah you gotta check that out <laughs> you gotta check that out <laughs> and just to just a quick uh quick update. So uh you guys uh Johnny Autism has been telling us that he's been wanting to meet Kevin Nash for a while. He finally got to meet him. He sent me a picture of him too sweet to him with his WWE tie, and he did say he was actually very nice to him. Uh, he's cool. They he's say cool. Big Kevin's a cool um, dude, yeah. Yeah. When I met him, he was like mad. We talked like regular people. 
Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest thing. I never talk, like, when you talk to wrestlers, usually they kind of like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Me and so Kevin Nash talk for, like, is- a good, like, 15, uh, more than that, like, maybe, like, a good, like, a good minute and a half. Like, we, we yeah. spoke for a good minute. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I'll say one more thing about um, Grand Slam and the experience and everything. Um, in terms, the one complaint that I had last year that we talked about was mm-hmm. they were not prepared for the wrestling fans. They were prepared this, this time. They were prepared for the wrestling fans yeah. this year. Thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. I told Hazel how they had like all the express trains and everything. And when we got there, there were that di- was the best people part. directing us. That was incredible. Once we like, oh yeah, last year me and Yoshi walked to the train station and we we mm-hmm. had to be stuck on the platform waiting for the train to come. There was only one train coming every like twenty minutes or so. The trains weren't going to Manhattan. It wasn't a fucking post game subway schedule. They weren't prepared. Mm-hmm. But this time they had a post game subway schedule. They had trains ready in the station to head straight yep. into Manhattan. Super yeah, express. exactly, yeah. especially. Especially if you're gonna have trains going express, because I heard that last year there were no express mm-hmm. trains running yeah, at nope, all. Nope. People were switching so, yeah, to other te- trains. So yeah, when you're telling me that you have to fucking wait for a train every 20 minutes, that's that's literally like almost waiting in the subway station at 4 a.m. for a train to actually show Getting up. Back like, that's was fucking way nuts. Easier this year, way. It's easier. nuts, and everything is local. No, fuck out of yeah. here, bro. It was so nice. Like we literally just we walked up the little the little boardwalk. We go inside the train station. Y'all express here. Da 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 da. Go this way. Go this way. Go this way. Go this way. We didn't have to. We didn't have to think. They literally told us where to go. And then we went upstairs. Train was there. We sat down. It it went off. We hopped on the other train. Home. (laughs) That was literally the whole commute. And the fact I'm glad that we took the one train because. I was not walking today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I hope you know that. We worked, we worked I hope out. you know that. I was looking at y'all like, nigga, I'm not. <laughs> did you it stay is... on the one train throughout the whole ride or did you have to transfer? Well, I mean, like, we took nah, the going local. Now nah, we took no, it straight. Oh, oh that's train. what I meant. Like, okay, yeah, so nah, I, I was straight. not going to switch. I was not going to, nigga. Man. Here's what it is, bro. I'd rather just get to the heights and then walk than to fucking be switching in the heights knowing that I'm like right there. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, then that's it, how we I look at it. Once yeah. I'm in the heights, I could, I could do yeah. whatever. I'm good. Yeah, like that's yeah, it. Yeah, same like, here. I'm once I'm in the heights, it's like I don't need to take the A. I got the one right there. That's why like, I was like, you know it. what? We got we get out at the one, and then I'll have to walk a little more than if we were taking the A. But I'm here already. Still from, like I just wanted to get sure. home. Oh uh, yeah, even yeah, it even, was like by the time we got home, it was like three fifty, three forty, three thirty. Wasn't even bad. Wasn't even bad. Yeah. Um. And like in terms of the merch and everything, they had little merch stand set up. They had the yeah. area outside. A whole merch store. Last year, yeah. all the outside spots outside the uh, arena were closed. But yeah. this year, Where's they the- had a couple spots open where they could sell merch out of. So the lines weren't fucking insane like they were last year. Even when we went to go yeah. get. But with the price, but were the prices crazy though? For concessions, yeah. yeah. But yeah. at least we got them this year, like, and we didn't have to stand on a crazy line, so whatever. I heard merch was just standard, uh-huh. standard price. Yeah, merch was probably okay. no regular forty dollars or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, I think the t-shirts were like thirty, yeah. thirty something dollars. Yeah. So I didn't walk out with no merch at all. Nah, I ain't buying no nah. merch. I was thinking, I was like, we were all thinking about like buying something, but like. It was kind of like pointless, and we were just already having fun. And, and it was also fun. like, why buy something when when the the biggest experience that you have right now is watching the show live? Exactly. Like, there's no, there's really no need to get like yeah. extra yeah. shit. Yeah. And it wasn't like it, 
it wasn't like when uh, when they went that there was like a whole bunch of like new merch coming out. They had yeah. one shirt and it was the new Acclaim shirt that says, oh, says me daddy or something. Yeah, like that. that was the one I was telling you about. That's that they yeah. were only That's the limited one that they only yeah. have for New York. That's the only shirt that was like different and it was like, eh, I don't really need that. So yeah. get I don't it want, now I don't want before it's gone. Looking at me with a fucking pink scissor me that. Yeah, shirt. like I ain't never wearing that outside <laughs> of here. So it's like uh, Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not I'm not gonna wear it to anything that's not wrestling. Like, I fucked so. with the acclaim, but I ain't I ain't gonna wear that. Yeah, nah, I'm not, I'm not walking <laughs> around. If I see a nigga outside with that shirt, I'm just gonna be like Bro, I live in New York, sus. bro. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a tip. Yeah. Bro, we that's live all in New York. Say, really we had this discussion, like you can't you can't do this outside of of a wrestling environment, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was Dynamite Grand Slam, a great time. Yeah. Uh, um, I love that this is this is their their New York tradition. Arthur Ashe mm-hmm. is such a cool, unique venue to me. Um, the atmosphere Beautiful. is fantastic. Beautiful, it's great for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tony got a winner with these Grand Slam shows and doing them every year. So yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Next Yo, that too. ceiling looks incredible when it's daytime. Yeah. And the light is coming in and everything is kind of glowing. Oh, that looks gorgeous. It's like being outdoors but being indoors at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bet you if it wasn't going to rain, they would have fucking cracked that bitch open a little bit. Yeah, one day, see if you can, yeah. one year, see if the weather cooperates, see if you can get an open roof. Yep. But it was, like 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 you said, man, It was it was it's a comfortable spot. Um, the only thing I could say is, yo, I mean, you can't do it anymore because the stadium's built, but I would put like maybe like, maybe like four more inches so that my, my, my dick ain't on nobody's head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do a little Bruh, bit of renovation. It was so, it was so <laughs> fucked up because homie in front was the nicest motherfucker in the world. The entire time he's talking to me and shit. I'm having a good time. I'm laughing. And like he would, he would look up to talk to me, and I'm like, man, this man's face. Like, I feel so bad. Yeah, I was literally like, and then my ankles, like today, they're, they're fried because I had, to, I basically had to like put them out like this man. in order to, because it was either, either, either I'm spread like that, and then you know I'm not, I'm not on anybody physically, or my knees are actually on your fucking head, which is, I, I rather, I rather. <laughs> You know, not. I'd rather just lean forward a little bit and not be in the niggas' crotch. Yeah. Than have nah, fucking knees you. in my head no matter what. Like <laughs> that's horrible. So I, I, I just kind of like thought. You know, I was I was thinking for the person in front of me. You know, yeah. eventually I went all the way up top and I was I got bored. I just kept walking around too. It's just because like, <laughs> it, not bored. What do you call it? Like uncomfortable. Like the yeah, the, the, yeah, the seated yeah. situation after a while. It's like yeah. Fuck, man. Like, let me just move. <laughs> That's why you was telling me, like, everyone was basically yeah. getting up throughout yeah, most every, of the show. Yeah, everybody, everybody. I feel like everybody in our section got up. Yeah. At least once. <laughs> At least once. Gentlemen, let's bring it home. All right. Teach. <laughs> yeah. It's been enough talk. I don't know where to find us. Indeed. You already know where to find yeah. us. Find us on Instagram at RambleMania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at RambleMania. Facebook.com slash RambleMania Show. Also, find our group there, RambleMania Show's Banter Club, where we and the other wrestlers, podcasters, and everybody we associate with both all our goings on and all that's going down. Uh, as far as audio goes, wherever audio is found, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast. Everywhere your podcasts are found, search RambleMania Show or Banter Club. As far as visuals, we are on Spotify <laughs> Video. We are on 
YouTube, search Ramble Mania Show or Adventure mm -hmm. Club. And when you get here, like the videos, click subscribe, and click the bell so that when a new content drops, we'll go straight to Straight you. to you. slash Ramble Mania Show as well. As far as me personally, find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the GR, the number eight, the number one. And find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. TJ. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> TJ the Great. Thank you. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get into it. Let me get into it. TJ the Great. TJ the Great. That took a lot of fucking strength, bro. Yeah, yeah. I told you. We ain't got it. Oh, God. You didn't have to do it, nigga. I'm the only one here with a normal voice. Yeah, yeah. That is a rock. You can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, letter L. That is at 6XL. You can find me on Twitter at S. Double I, double X, ain't I great? That is a S I I X X. You're all ready. And you can find me on Instagram at iZombies, double I Z O M B, double I E S Z. For the Angel of Death 6XL, for TJ the Great, I am Hazel the I Zombie. This has been our Grand Slam recap. We would like to wish all of you BC aliens and our Rebel Maniacs a point in goodies. Yeah, ain't too fucking sweet. And a good fight. And a, and a good, good night. night. Come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. Come Tuesday.